0: From Media Corp and OneUp Media, this is Post Love. Essays on love, life, and everything in between. I love you. Do you love me? I love you. Maybe it's not Mary. Maybe it's love. I just wanted to let you know that I miss you. Because I've only loved one man. Love. love. Maybe it's not Mary. Maybe it's love. I love you. I didn't know I could feel like that. Darling, do you want to know what I think? Love is beyond. I choose to stay single. Spending New Year's alone at this time of the year, a deep voice came from behind me. I looked up. It was a man, perhaps early 30s, good looking, tall, fit, and alone, just like me. Well, not anymore. We had playful banter, even exchanged numbers. But when Henry messaged me to take things further, my answer like always is clear. Nah. Call me obnoxious, but I don't mind. I wasn't going to compromise my life for any guy. I'll admit, I was in the bar during New Year's feeling a little needy courtesy of my relatives and the endless bombardment of my singlehood. So, are you seeing anybody? When are you going to get married? You're 34. Your biological clock is ticking. Sometimes, I just want to shout at them. Scream honestly what I really think about all these labels that they throw onto me. I have a great career, money, and lots of freedom. Why bother with marriage and kids that will take these away from me? I get multiple vacations a year. Mr. Wright can show up, but settling? No thanks. My happiness and freedom comes first. Sorry, Henry. Damn nosy relatives. Mind your own business. But I never did, because even if I tried, they wouldn't get it. Never mind, I was one of two being considered to be the VP of our entire Asia Pacific region. Either way, these things usually didn't bother me much. My life is mine to live, and no amount of pestering was going to change that. That was until another horrible holiday experience came along. It was the eve of Chinese New Year and like all dreaded festivities, my colleagues would bring their partners along. Usually, I would look away, avoiding their twisted fingers interlocking against one another and grab myself a glass of wine. But this time, they were having a discussion about Barbara's recent health scare, the talk of the town. I heard Barbara reached out to you I overheard a colleague explain to another. Don't tell me you too. I heard she reached out to about five of us. Don't get me wrong. I feel pity for her. But seriously, doesn't she have anyone else? Their words hit me like a bolt. I felt a jolt of realisation. Could that be my future? Hey Hazel, how's our future VP feeling tonight? My junior asked me with a teasing whisper. I had known Barbara. Everyone did. You don't get into any meeting without Barbara scheduling it and she was rumoured to be as old as the company itself. I don't suppose she'll eventually be asking the interns to help watch over her soon. Don't you think? If we even have that many... Haze, my junior said. What did you ask me again? I replied. I said, How are you feeling tonight, future VP? Good. The conversation lingered with me, igniting fears I'd never acknowledged. The prospect of being ill and alone, burdening friends with what should be family responsibilities. I didn't want to end up like Barbara. Perhaps my way of life had been too self-serving. I wasn't a terrible kid to my mother, so maybe my kid wouldn't be so bad. Overwhelmed, I made a hasty excuse and left the party, the sound of my heels echoing on the pavement as I rushed to my car. I immediately called my best friend Ava. Ava, who is happily married to her high school sweetheart, Can't relate She's checked every box on my list of things I don't want in life Despite that, Ava always offers an understanding nod Pouring my insecurities to her She listened closely before responding with a simple one-liner Why don't you message Henry then? Nah, I think Henry would probably slow me down What happened, Hazel? Hazel, turns out I was a little too frightened, a little too anxious, and I fell down the stairs, breaking my leg that very same night. Idiot. I got up, barely standing straight, holding onto any reeling in sight to support myself. A kind stranger saw and offered to help call a cab after I explained what happened. I was in so much pain that I complied. I realised that I couldn't even get a cab to a hospital alone. I wanted someone with me. I think I even wanted Henry. Well dear, my mom began what would be the hundredth time. Who else is visiting you today? I smiled weakly, scratching my cast. The fracture was bad. My fibula had splintered like a wooden chopstick. Maybe you can take care of her for now. And she shot a knowing look to Ava who returned a cheeky smirk. Me in a cast presented the perfect opportunity for them. A moment to break my spirits further with the question of the century. So, is Henry coming to visit you? I watched my parents leave me, walking nonchalantly as if they hadn't heard a word Ava said. Over here, Hayes. I mean, seriously, babe. I'm good to take care of you anytime. But you do like him, right? Well, yeah. But I just don't see myself dating anyone right now. What happened to the fear of dying alone? I had to admit... Lying down on the hospital bed with my leg totally immobilised was scary. I don't know if it's the right time, you know. She threw a punch on my arm. Ouch! Are you trying to break my arm too? Stop escaping the questions. But before I could open my mouth, in came my proverbial knight in shining armour, Henry. Henry. He even had a bouquet in his hands. Ava immediately turned towards me with the biggest smirk I had ever seen on her face before punching me one more time for good measure. Again! Ouch! Gives him more to take care of. Ava retorted before excusing herself. Um, hey... I wasn't sure what flowers you like, so I just got you these. Henry said, before fumbling a little, dropping the bouquet by the bedside. I like yellow roses. I replied. Yellow roses? Damn, actually there were a whole bunch of yellow roses on this- It's okay. I mean you wouldn't have known either way. Yeah, I wouldn't. What was I thinking, telling Henry I was here? I should have known it was going to be a bad idea. So, why were you at the bar that day? He asked as he arranged the flowers. To find someone, I said. Henry scanned my leg before replying, Yeah, you do look like you need someone. Too soon. At least I replied quickly. He wasn't wrong. It had been about two months since our last message. I thought you're old-fashioned, I said. Don't let us take ages to get across back in the day. <laughs> he laughed momentarily, before the insanity of the situation made it awkward again. Look, Henry, I mustered out my courage. I was in the bar that night because I was lonely. And I get lonely by the calendar year. But lately... I've been thinking that maybe I've been chasing all the wrong things. Maybe what I'm chasing this year won't help me become happy the next year. Whoa, are you proposing here? <laughs> we both laughed. It's exactly why we hit it off so well. I think what I'm saying is, I'm sorry. And I'll reply faster. Maybe every two to three days? Henry smirked. Maybe two to three times a day. Unsurprisingly, the moment Henry left, my mother and Ava came rushing in, all excited. The following week, my aunts would come to find out that their stubbornly independent niece was now on the brink of settling down. Which led me to being bombarded by endless questions by my cousins. But I was all right. Somehow, having Henry by my side made things a whole lot easier. I hated to admit it, but spending all this time with him felt invigorating. In fact, I feel more well-rested in his arms and ready to grind for the next day. Turns out, being in a relationship wasn't that bad after all. See, I told you so. Ava proudly proclaimed one year into my relationship. Fine. By the way, did you get the VP role? Yeah, I did. I thought I told you. I've been in that role for the past three months. Ava wasn't looking, just casually minding the way to the park. Oh no. I realized I did not tell her. How could I have not? Looking through the text with Ava, I realised that actually I've been missing some of her text. All my time seems thrown into Henry. Ava, I'm so sorry. I think I was very busy with Henry. No, no, no. It's okay. I'm glad that you're happy. We continued walking, but this time we spent catching up on each other's lives. Something that I never believed I had to do. Truth is, I had always known about her life. And her mind. There's also something you should know. Ava interrupted. And I know you would hate me for meddling, but I really think you wouldn't like this. I clutched her hands, briefly acknowledging her point. Hayes, Henry wants to propose to you during dinner tonight. I released her hand. What the actual f- didn't know how to feel unhappy that Henry didn't know me well enough knowing that I would reject him if he asked now or the fact that my best friend is throwing him under the bus by telling me this Hayes I tried telling him Ava continued I tried telling him it's way too soon for you but I think he felt that he knows you better he doesn't know me at all if this is true yeah And that was my point. I told him to trust me. And I'll tell him when you're ready. I looked at the supermalls surrounding us and realised there's so many shops inside. Do any of the shopkeepers know each other? Who really knows each other anymore anyway? Not even best friends, I suppose. Ava, I think you shouldn't have told me this. I replied. It feels wrong. We parted way soon after. And that night, I ruined Henry's plans before breaking his heart by the Singapore River. It had to be done. He didn't understand who I was. There was no way I could have agreed to him then. I should have never started this relationship with him. I was right. Henry was dead weak. But at least now, I have more time to focus on the only thing I have left. My career. Hooray for me, I guess. A year later, my boss called me into the room. Haze, you know why you're in here today? I didn't. But I would never admit it. If I'm not wrong about Asia-Pacific's growth, I think you should be calling me in for a promotion. That's why we like you. You always have a way to inspire your team. He smiled. And we recognize you for that. Wow, was I actually right? All your colleagues have also said such great things about you. You listen to them, such a people's person. I think they would be happy to learn that we are promoting you again. The youngest SVP in the company. No freaking way. I made it. After having a brief corporate discussion I headed back to my desk I was still reeling from the news All the long nights The hard hours It was worth it I had earned it Pulling out my phone I felt the urge to scream to someone To celebrate But no name appeared Or at least No name after Henry Or Ava Never mind I thought It'll be my little secret My little quiet and lonely secret Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Post Love Brought to you by Mediacorp and produced by OneUp Media If you would like to share some feedback or share your own stories Drop us an email Our email is found in the description this episode is produced by Guang Jin, script by RC, edited by Alex, audio experience by Ethan Sam, additional engineering by Ashley from OneUp Media, voiced by Gloria. Special thanks to executive producer Danny Cordy from MediaCorp. We hope to see you again soon in the next episode of Post Love.